Welcome to Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they've encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Gratier Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. In 1857, a woman by the name of Anne Ross Cousin was in her home, sewing. And she was thinking of the life and words of Samuel Rutherford. She had read his 220 prison epistles that he wrote during his two-year captivity at Aberdeen for his fidelity to the pure faith. And she had also studied his whole life and experience until her heart beat with his, and she felt what he felt. His life and words had moved her to follow Christ with boldness and love him more ardently. Anne decided that she would take Rutherford's sentences and shape them into a hymn. What she crafted was 19 stanzas long, and she called it Emmanuel's Land. We know it today as The Sands of Time Are Sinking. In this hymn, we find the voice of Samuel Rutherford. Samuel Rutherford was born in the village of Nisbet to a prosperous farmer in the year 1600. He was known as a powerful preacher of the gospel. A friend once reported, Many times I thought he would have flown out of the pulpit when he came to speak of Jesus Christ. Rutherford pastored a small church in Anwath from 1627 to 1636. And with is situated near Solway Firth, where the maiden martyrs were staked to the seabed at low tide for refusing to violate their consciences to obey the Church of England. That story is featured in Season 5, Episode 6, O Thou From Whom All Goodness Flows, Part 2. Rutherford was a faithful, soul-winning preacher who cared deeply for his congregation. He used to refer to his flock as Little New Jerusalem, like the one above. While laboring at Anwith, Rutherford's wife fell ill and died. Their two children followed her not long after. Yet, his trials continued. Soon, the Anglican Church began to impose its doctrine and traditions on the Church of Scotland. Rutherford was charged with nonconformity in 1630, for he refused to give in to their demands. But no penalty was brought against him at that time. Later, however, he wrote against the alarming trend away from the scriptures in the congregations of the Church of Scotland. He was summoned to the High Commission Court at Edinburgh, and he was charged. This time he was found guilty of nonconformity and treason. He was banished to Aberdeen, a city on the northeast coast of Scotland. He was given a dwelling in which to live, but he was forbidden to preach the gospel. 
It was from this imprisonment that Rutherford wrote 220 letters still available for us to read today. Most of them were addressed to church members back at Anwith, encouraging them to persevere in the faith. No pastor had replaced Rutherford after his banishment, so the church in Anwith was weak and suffering along with her pastor. Samuel Rutherford was freed in 1638 when a revolution arose in Scotland that led to more freedom for the Scottish church from the imposition of the Church of England. He returned to Pastor Anwith and later served in other positions until the year 1660 when the wrath of the monarchy once again fell upon him. Rutherford was removed from office, charged with high treason, and summoned to appear before British Parliament. The most likely outcome of that appearance was beheading. That was not to be, however, for he was already on his deathbed. He said, I have been summoned to appear before a higher court. That first summons I must answer. He died a few days later on March 30th, 1661. When Samuel Rutherford was dying, he was asked, What think ye now of Christ? He replied, I shall live and adore him. Glory, glory to my Creator and Redeemer forever. Glory shineth in Emmanuel's land. Two hundred years later, these words moved Anne Ross' cousin to write a hymn. His love for Christ in the midst of suffering and affliction is breathtaking. He wrote, Christ's honeycombs drop honey and floods of consolation upon my soul. My chains are gold, where my blackness and Christ's beauty carted through other, his beauty and holiness would eat up my filthiness. This is the secret formula of the saints. When I am in the cellar of affliction, I look for the Lord's choicest wines. If you have the opportunity, get a copy of Rutherford's prison letters. They are filled with rich encouragement to the soul that longs for Christ. On March 9, 1637, he wrote to the lady for it. He said, Worthy mistress, grace, mercy, and peace to you. I long to hear from you. I hear Christ hath been that kind as to visit you with sickness and to bring you to the door of the grave. But you found the door shut. Blessed be his glorious name, while you be riper for eternity. He will have more service of you, and therefore he seeketh of you, that henceforth ye be honest to your new husband, the Son of God. We have all idle love, and are whorishly inclined to love other things besides our Lord. And therefore, our Lord hunteth for our love, more ways than one or two. Do not part or divide your love betwixt him and the world. If it were more, it is little enough, yea, too little for Christ. I am now every way in good terms with Christ. He hath set a banished prisoner as a seal on his heart and as a bracelet on his arm. 
that crabbed and black tree of the cross laugheth upon me now. The alarming noise of the cross is worse than itself. I love Christ's glooms better than the world's worm-eaten joys. Oh, if all the kingdom were as I am, except these bonds. My loss is gain, my sadness joyful, my bonds liberty, my tears comfortable. This world is not worth a drink of cold water. Oh, but Christ's love casteth a great heat. Hell and all the salt sea and the rivers of the earth cannot quench it. I remember you to God and have the prayers of a prisoner of Christ. Grace, grace be with you. Yours and his sweet Lord Jesus, Samuel Rutherford. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories. If you have a moment, please rate the Hymn Stories podcast. It helps others find it. Thank you. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to Him.